Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It is episode... 58 of working class on Deercasting. 58. Man. Getting up chugging, there. Chugging right, around, right along. Yeah, we are. Thanks for being here, fellas. We're recording. Sorry, disclaimer. We're recording this while some construction's literally happening behind Doug and Eric. Yep. Um, so if you hear some noise, there's nothing we can do about it. It's part of the gig. This is really the most working class episode. There's <laughs> guys working right there. So... Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the support this year, coming into the Appreciate end of the year you. here. Um, Doug, this episode's all about you, and I'm tempted to leave because when we did the episode about my buck, you didn't show up. I'm sorry. So I might just get up and go have a beer outside of the studio <laughs> and let, let you figure it out. I'll just leave too, and it'll be him <laughs> whoa, by whoa, himself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> just, just reminiscing. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> I don't move my hands. So, yeah, it's all awkward. Uh, quick plug, if you're listening to this and you don't currently have DeerCast and use DeerCast as a weather tool, a social app, um, video content. Mapping. I mean, there's everything. Everything's Everything you need is there. I highly recommend get in there, grab DeerCast, um, because everyone that calls me to ask, hey, man, I hit this buck here. What do you think? I'm like, if you had DeerCast, you wouldn't be calling me right now. Right. Because yeah. you have DeerCast track. Right. So get on DeerCast, check it out. If you're not subscribed already, there's different levels of, of uh, subscription, I guess. So uh, find the one that fits fits you and try it out. We appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, Doug, what's up, man? You killed a deer. Finally. And this chip bet just got weird. It's got spicier. I did get spicier. This is actually the latest buck I've killed with a bow. Really? Yeah. What was the date on it? 26. Of November. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, you never... That's, uh-huh. You're efficient then. Yeah, I'm usually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's been uh, it's actually been a pretty tough rut this year. So yeah, it's a rough season so far. Both for you us. guys, I think the chip bet jinxed you guys. I I think so. 
Yeah. Me and Eric talked about it during the rut. Like, maybe we should just go eat the chip. Just get it over with. Get it over mm-hmm. with. Together? Yep. Like, I, before you killed your buck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were seeing good deer, but man, like, it was like a radius. They would not come in shooting. Hmm. What do you think it was? Just luck, bad know. luck? Just not getting the dial with the right Bad tree. juju. I mean, most of the time, yeah. most of the time, it's like, you know, the doe goes the wrong way. Or, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of like luck and chance when it comes to like details like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, if they just go one way, yeah, the and we were dead. seeing a lot of good bucks too. It was just like nothing oh, yeah. would come in, or you'd move, and then they'd be, you know, how you do that? You move, you're like, oh shit, the bucks are over there, so you move over there. Yeah, that's a game you play. Then they were over back where you were, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, god damn it. That's a game you just play. You play that game all day. Yep. Yeah, there's yep. not much you can do. The, the back and forth. Try your best. Cat and mouse of deer hunting. You'll yep. burn yourself out doing that too, moving stands. And uh, I think you're better off, like, you know, if you have a couple different properties or like trail cams are driving you nuts or something like that, you're better off sticking to your guns to a spot. Yeah. Yeah. To, to a point. So that's what I tried this year. Um, I tried hunting back where me and Eric killed last year. And I, I mean, I was seeing good deer, but man, they would not come out of those cedar thickets. And, uh, hmm. I don't know. I've always. Do you think that stretch of weird weather, like the east winds and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean that, that really hot day I mean, on the we, second we've week had, of November, we've and had then, a lot of weird winds. Yeah. And it got real warm during the rut. Then cold. Cold, and then it warmed back up, and I think it's just got the deer all wonky. They don't know what to think. And this year has just been windy, just super windy. The first two weeks of November are just windy and yeah. weird. Yeah. But we also like that's where Deercast came in clutch. It's like the cold fronts we had in October this year were so awesome. Yep. And it's like. You know, you can see that through a normal weather app, but DeerCast is kind of like, if you're not hunting on Friday when this you cold front be. comes in Friday afternoon, you better be, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, right. and I've always been a huge um, all-day sit guy, so. Yeah, you do a lot of all-day sits. Yeah, it's, this year was a lot, but, man, out in that wind, I don't know, it's just. When it's windy out, too, I mean, the deer still move, just not as much, and then when you're sitting in that wind, it just. It's not it, motivating to it sit It takes in the wind. it out of you, dude. Like, yeah. It's, it's easier now because, I mean. You know, all our buddies and stuff, you're seeing bucks midday all, all the time. I mean, I've not seen them when I'm hunting, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, it's a rut. Anything could happen. You never do know. But anyways, um, I had a chance at a nicer one at 34 yards, but it was just too thick. I couldn't really get an arrow in there during mm-hmm. the rut. So then my rutcation ended, and now it's like, you know that week in between the rut and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like that week's just... I, don't, I hate that week, but you, you got to go. And then come Thanksgiving week, I like a lot, actually. And Lee agreed with me, too, that, I mean, I don't like the big bucks are trying to find the last does and just cruising. So, yeah. So I made it to there. And then um, I saw, I actually finally moved out of that one spot. I should have did this earlier because I don't know. I should have known it wasn't going to happen there. But, you know, you committed to a spot. Sometime. Hindsight's 2020, man. I mean, that yeah. spot just looks too good not to be there. Yeah. But, so I finally moved back to where me and Eric actually killed some big bucks out of. Yeah. And good, good rage. That I did it on um, Thanksgiving Day. And uh, I walked back in there at, was it noon? Yep. And the first thing I see is like a, just a big one on the ridge. I don't know if he's like bedded on the ridge or something, but I was like, man. And, and like, you bumped him. Yeah. I just like clicked in your head like, I should have been here way sooner. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I sat that night and had another big one come in. This one was a really nice one and he uh he skirted me but uh so then i went back um i had to do thanksgiving friday and then i went back saturday morning and i mean come around like first light 
I saw a buck and it was him and he, uh, from the side, he didn't look, you know, he looked good, but when he turned, it was like that frame was just like, I mean, he's a tank. Got yeah. y'all excited yeah. once he turned. Yeah. And he actually came in between where I walk in and he downwind and I was like, you know, he's gonna he, bust, he'll yeah. probably bust me. But so I grunted and snort and wheezed at him and he bust right through that wind and he just got, he's worked up enough. Yeah. It didn't matter. And he came in <clears throat> at the bottom of the ridge too. So I'm shooting pretty far down, like pretty steep angle. But, uh, the problem was I couldn't get him stopped. It was, that was the big problem. But you, you're in the timber. Yeah. Okay. This is like a big open acorns everywhere. Like I mean, this spot is right on a, top of a ridge. That'd be a good mid October spot. Yeah. Um, and he came in at 20 and I just, I don't know, I couldn't stop him. I tried and then, uh, I mean, I had the shot, so I took it and with the light of knock, I knew I, I hit far back right away. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, terribly far back, but liver for sure. But yeah. I, he actually, I got lucky. He, um, instead of jumping the arrow, he like went to turn. So he quartered away for me and I got in there. I, I'm pretty sure I clipped one lung, but, uh. Man, right when I hit him though, like he went forty yards in the bottom and he stood there for twenty minutes, like just trying to check in there, see how he was feeling. Yeah, or just trying to see, maybe see what was going on, but I knew he was hurting, a tail tucked and everything. And then uh, he finally decides he's gonna go up the next ridge, and it's so open I can see the whole ridge. So mm-hmm. I mean, I watched him for an hour try going up that ridge. I mean, every twenty yards he'd stop, and I'm like, man, he's maybe he'll go down. Or- yeah, maybe he'll go down, maybe he won't, and then. Another buck came in, and then he started acting like, you know, put on that tough show. I was really? Like, I was like, maybe I didn't hit him as good as I thought. But I could see the hole in him. I couldn't see that much blood coming out, but it was hard to tell at that point. Yeah. But uh, he finally made it over the ridge, and, you know, I called Eric and everyone, and, like, you know, everyone's telling you. they all, I think everyone's trying to be nice, but, uh, you know, saying, oh, he's dead, like. Well, I, mean, I think if you hit a deer like that, I mean, they're they're going to yeah. expire, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I watched, quartering away when he turned, you th- yeah. you'd think it just... And it took him an hour to go. I mean, this ridge, other ridge was not steep at all. For the but, record, our crew will we'll tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Yeah. So if we're telling you dead deer, we all really think dead deer. Yeah, no, I know. But, um, I, you know, I know you know that. And but. I shot him at 7 in the morning, and, uh, man, it was a long wait. I had to wait. Everyone agreed that I should wait longer. So I gave him seven hours. And in this spot, though, um, other people can hunt there, too. So it's like a public spot. And uh, there's some other guy hunting there, and he's like, oh, I got some buddies um, coming to put stands up for shotgun. I was like, well, shit. Like, yeah. It's like, all right. Um, You'd better, rather be the guy in there to bump him and see, him, to see like, which way yeah. he goes. Yeah. So I was like, man, if you just give me to like, noon, like, I'll make, I'll try making it work, and maybe he'll be dead. Yeah. And... um He's like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. So then the guys nice end up little. showing up, and they um, they end up they're actually going to a whole different area from where he bedded, like where I thought he went. So mm. I was like, oh, perfect. So then I ended up getting until two p.m., so seven hours. And I I thought that was enough time because uh, the blood I sent you guys, I mean, there was blood everywhere. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, man, maybe I did hit him better. Good blood. The arrow looked good. I mean, oh, we were, we all figured that's a dead deer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was liver blood for sure, but there was some there was some I think lung blood in there too. Yeah. And uh, there's no guts on it at all. So I must have just hit solid liver and caught a lung. But uh, I waited till two, went down there, found the blood, and um, I got over that little ridge. And then uh, I saw a rat get up and leave. And I knew it was him right away. And I was just like. How far was he when you, when you jumped him? Um, from where I shot him? or uh, From where I shot him, probably less than 200 yards. 
So he made it over that ridge and bedded down. Just went right down. The next bottom, yeah. Mm-hmm. So hindsight 2020, I should have probably waited till the morning. But there was rain coming too. So, I mean, this. That's not. The that's, odds were against me very. Like, and there was a lot of rain coming. There was too. a lot of rain. There people all, in there trying to hang stands yeah. for gun season. You got rain coming. You it's All yeah. the odds are against you at this point. Yeah. So we bumped him and then I just marked it, put my arrow there and say, well, just come back. And then, you know, everyone I talked to said he'll be dead within 100 yards from where, you, you know, the first bed. Yeah. Which I agreed with because, I mean, he didn't make it far from where I shot him. Yeah. Bedded yeah. down. And, Pretty uh, much went straight and bedded. Yeah. He, like, got out of the area and bedded. And then, um, so I go back. It rained all night, rained all day Sunday on me while I was looking for him. I had three guys with me. And, uh, man, I could not find any sign of him. And uh, we walked, you know, a huge radius. I mean, I walked eight miles that day trying to find him. And I just, I don't know. I couldn't see where he went. Nothing to go off of. Eight miles, but you're putting in work. Yeah, and with three guys, I mean, we were searching everywhere. But uh, while we were searching towards the end of the day, one of my buddies uh, jumped up a doe and a big eight-pointer. He said it was a, as like, estimated a split G2. He said he couldn't see it was too thick, but mm-hmm. he said it was a big eight, got up, and the doe ran away, and the buck bedded back down. And I was like, oh, I was like, man, I was like, that sounds weird. And this was pretty far from where we were, so I should have known it wasn't mine. But at the same, same time, time, when you know, when you hear a big eight, I mean, and how many big eights are running around that area? You know, yeah, and that's and, weird behavior. Pretty and he bedded that's back down, I mean. like he bedded back down. And he said he, because I tried sneaking around with my bow to get to him, <clears> and he must have heard me or something. And he he said he got up and left when he was leaving. He's like walking weird, like just not right. Hmm. So I was like, so we marked that spot. I tried getting an eye on him, like sneaking around and see if I could find him because it was rainy so I could sneak around but um try and get another I never yeah I never saw him and then now I didn't know really what to do and this was Sunday so I had to go back to work Monday and I was sitting there I was like man you know staring at the map like because you can track where you walk so yeah. I knew where I was and it's like man he could there's a huge I mean if he made it across that big field I was like because there's a huge crick on the other side and I was like man if he made it over there he might you know be in that crick. I'll probably never find him but yeah yeah so then I think this was, it was eating away at me. So I was like, all right, I got to go back. So uh, my uncle went with me and I was waiting for him where we park and I could see some crows and I was like. Because you went in what, the following Wednesday? Yeah. So it's been quite a while. I mean, at that point you're just. Your body searching. Your body searching. Well, and that too, it, that was one of them weeks where it got up to like 70s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the in the middle of that, then cooled back off is one of them deals. Well, yeah, but shout one. out to you though, like. For making the effort. I think a lot of guys be like, nah, he's, I don't know. And then they just continue yeah, to hunt. I mean, yeah. We could all tell it was eating at you. Oh, dude, it was. That it was, type of situation always eats your soul. Yeah, man. I was just staring at that map like, where like where could he have gone? Because we searched, you know. And I then, um, I so I'm parking, I'm waiting for my uncle, and I see two crows. And I've never really went off that, but I've heard, you know. I mean, it doesn't hurt to go look, right? Yeah. So we go back to where we last had my last arrow where we we jumped in the first time and my uncle just searched around there and I was like, oh, I'm going to go check out where those crows were. So I'm getting closer to them. I can hear them. I thought I only heard like three, but man, I got up there and there was probably 20 of them flew out. And I was like, he's got to be in here. And I could start smelling something dead. And um, yeah, I found him pretty fast actually. And then what's the worst part is on Sunday is I missed him by one ridge, like Ugh. towards the truck. Like, I don't know why he would go that way, but. 
Yeah, because you were marking where you were walking yeah, all day, and then missed him by, I don't know, hundred yards, less than hundred oh, yards. Oh man, that makes it worse. Yeah, and uh, well, you recovered if, him. Yeah. If you didn't have that rain, you probably would have followed blood the whole way, you I, know, to him. Yeah, if it didn't rain, I I probably just would have waited till the morning if it rain wasn't coming. But yeah, I yeah, mean, what can you do? Puts pressure on you. you like, make a decision. What are you gonna do? Was, yeah, I mean, I think with that rain. Even if you wouldn't have been in there and bumped him or whatever, you still would have body searched. Yeah. I mean, what can you do at that point? But uh, I found him, and uh, he wasn't – I mean, it was pretty cold. There's like one, maybe one 50-degree day. But uh, he was not that bad, actually. I mean, the meat and stuff's all gone, but uh, – That's a bummer, yeah. At least I found him, recovered him, and uh, – You did your job. Yeah, you do what, you're doing what you can do. Yep. Yeah, it just – Everyone's you know, like, sucks. there's going to be somebody out there that listens to this and be like, well, I would have done this and screw you for this. It's like, yeah, yeah man, it's, it's just, I went out and walked things. eight miles that next day. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. You tried. Yeah. Yeah. The only, the, the part that messes, messed us up was seeing the other deer and that, and he was way, not even close to where he was laying. Yeah. That kind of and threw a stick like, in your, in your, we might've searched over there if we didn't see the other one and then, but I got him, you know, it worked out. Yeah. It worked out. Him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those situations. There's no playbook to be like, what's the right call here? Because no situation's the same. Yep. Yeah. So you just do what you think is right in that moment, or the best ethically or morally, and you know, whatever. Same difference. But your brain's going a thousand different directions to try and yeah. figure out how you need to recover the deer as your responsibility as a hunter to find a wounded deer. You're studying that map, like, okay, where could he go? Well, he could literally go anywhere. Yep. And this piece is huge. I mean, it's it's a huge chunk. Well, I also want to say too, we know we know a lot of people, and I mean, I don't really consider like it might not be a friend, but we all have heard about the guy or talked to the guy who wounds a deer, and he's like, yeah, he's probably not dead, and didn't put any effort in for the oh, recovery because it was too much yeah, work. Yeah, like we lost blood at 200 yards, and yeah, he's it. probably alive. It's like, yeah. whoa, what? Don't what are you doing? You, right. got, you have a responsibility here. You got to follow it up somehow. Yeah. You wounded an animal. You have to take responsibility for this now. It's 100%. time to put in some work. This is where the real work yeah. starts. Boots to the ground. Don't do that. That's It's disrespectful to the animal. So shout out to you, Doug, for putting in that. Thank you. Extra yeah, effort. Congrats, buddy. Happy for you. Yeah. So you did recover your buck. I did. And that puts you in. the tank of an eight-pointer. It yeah. is a tank of an eight-pointer, dude. Uh, so if you guys are listening audio, we have the rack. Hold that baby up. We got... Um, you probably want to show it to this camera right here. Yeah, money. I don't know if you can see the viewfinder. But uh, Doug's showing the buck off on the DeerCast video. So left split G2, good twos, good yep, threes. Good threes. No brows, but really cool mass. And like a, his left beam, like it looks like it like melted and then kept growing back on the yeah. track it wanted to. He's a huge body. It was huge body. I mean. He's an older deer. Yeah, for sure older deer. But uh I'm happy with him. I yeah, hundred percent. I put in the time and it finally happened. Yeah, he's a stud. I got to measure him still for the chip bet because Eric's yeah. in the we can't fourth quarter. The I'm in the fourth quarter. How you feeling, Eric? I, it hasn't kicked in yet, just because we're kind of on a break. We're on a break because we have gun season in Iowa right now, so we can't yeah. bow hunt. But I think come the 19th, when the first day back out, it's going to be pressure on. Mm. It hasn't hit me yet, but it will. Yeah, I don't really feel like you're that nervous about eating this chip though. I, I still feel like if I I handled that pepper somewhat okay. <laughs> I think the difference between the pepper and the chip is like the chip, you actually have to like chew it all up and it gets yeah. all over your mouth. That's what I do with the pepper too because it's so dry. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. 
I don't know. We'll tell. I guess, I guess we'll time will out. tell. I guess we'll have a review. <laughs> we'll video it for sure. I don't know if we'll live stream it, but we'll for sure video it. But I want you to pull it off in the fourth quarter, just because Doug didn't show up for my podcast. <laughs> I got some. Some of my bugs are starting to show back up again. So I'm. Does that make you nervous, Doug? I mean, I can still get. I I can get another. Um, I can get my late muzzleloader tag and use my bow. I mean, I can. I can go shoot a bigger one. Mm. Good. But you're not. I might. I know. You. <laughs> I know you. I you're, love tagged, how, you're tagged out. You're not going to. I love how more time you do. That's true. Well, it's boys, get a spot though. It's spicy out here. So, w- will there be a bet next season between you two? Yeah. No. Eric says yes. You say no. So you you if Eric brought up a new bet next year, you'd turn it down. I'd listen to it. You'd hear him out. <laughs> <laughs> you entertain it. I, I'd entertain. It, it is really like for us, it's entertaining as heck to just watch it and stuff. And I think listeners enjoy the. I think we need to make a group bet. The banter, a group bet. Like, what do you mean? Like, as a group, like, like all tattoo five of us. bet. I guess I don't have very good stances on making bets with the with the group with uh with deer because i already got one tattoo <laughs> the problem is like the bets you're making are like bettable bets like you know you don't take a bet if it's like no that's good. yeah of course the, you're not like the it's not like the bet. the bet you and steve made you know oh, like, yeah. that's a perfect example you know what i mean so people if people don't know about that we talked about on the show we were doing a live podcast at a trade show so there's like a crowd and yep. steve was trying to be like trying to be funny be big man and he be had a funny few drinks he was actually i think he was trying to be funny but he was serious when he made the bet like I think he thought oh, he was for sure. He was going for a hail mary, right? So he tried. He tried to do it in front of a group, which kind of made me like a little like, all right, yeah, I'll take your bet. Yeah, you know, like that's like can't me. Turn it down. That's like me making the same bet with Mark Drury. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty close. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but so Steve had that pet turtle. So if you guys ever hear those turtle jokes, that's where this feeds in. Like people are posting turtle soup recipes in the group, and and, <laughs> and then other people who don't know, they're like, what does this have to do with bow hunting? Right. So. Yeah, Steve basically, long story short, called me out. I bet you I kill a bigger buck this year than you. And I said, okay, what do you want to bet? And then he couldn't think of nothing. And I was like, okay, if I beat you, then we I, we get to take your turtle. And then Eric's like, we're going to throw that baby in a crock pot and have turtle soup. <laughs> so turns out Steve lost. And his and the uh, turtle went MIA. It's a witness protection yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I heard on the recent Thoughts from a Steve series on our Patreon. So thank you, Patreon subscribers. Um, he was... I, I skimmed through them and like listen to them and like right. make sure everything's good before I put them out there. And he said, he's like, I don't even know where it's at. It's in witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't seen that turtle in like a year. <laughs> so it's dark out there. So the nope. thing can't be alive still, can it? I don't know. No. So no bets next year. Cause I know a lot of guys do deer hunting bets. I've never been a fan. Oh, we, um, we've got a lot of messages of people like, I mean, the chip, they, I think they've made their own chip bets with their friends and everything too. Oh, really? I think we have bets on bets going. Yeah. Oh, it's been great for the podcast because people are loving like it. bets on your guys's bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah like oh, that's interesting. People are betting against other people who's going to win the bet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun <laughs> side betting. Well, side I, bets going. I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing for like hunting camp, like camaraderie. Like that's oh, part yeah. of like the culture is like doing that. Like you know, like the hat slaps and cutting your shirt tail off and oh, hundred <laughs> percent, like stuff like that's funny. Um, Just adds to everything, you know. Yeah. I'm entertained by it, man. I've had a great time watching you guys banter because it's all friendly stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. But also, neither one of you guys really wants to eat that chip. I mean, nobody no. wants to eat the chip. We knew know. we knew we'd had fun with it, though. I mean, we're going to be happy with whoever 
you know, wins the bet, but yeah. it's just a friendly well, bet. Well, the tattoo bet we did as a group, that was like the last person to shoot a deer had to get a tattoo. Yeah. And it was any, or was it a buck or any deer? Any deer. Any deer. Any deer, yeah. So, and yeah, you just had a long season that year and we're just the last person to kill. Because you, you end up shooting the deer that year. Yeah, it was down to me and me and Jordan Johnson. Oh, crap, it was. And like everyone's tagged out and me and him were the only ones still hunting. And I'm like, well, someone's got, and he ended up shooting a doe. Yeah, somehow <laughs> Steve pulled a Hail, Hail Mary. Yeah. It was like the third one to get one. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> we we should do it. But hey. the and the tattoo hey, I'm, it is. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda jealous. It turned out awesome. It's it's a fun tattoo with a great story. So that was worth it actually. Yeah, hundred percent. I watched you get it. We got it in a kitchen, which was even cooler. <laughs> Airbnb by tattoo. A, by a legit tattoo artist for the record. We're not gonna call him out, but um yeah, great tattoo. I'm like, man, I'm kinda I kinda want one of them too. <laughs> right. You know, they're they're just kinda neat. So, I don't know, Dougie, how you feeling? Pressure off? How do you feel about your season? Give me like a season recap. Um, pressure's off a little bit, but um, anything could happen still. I mean, yeah, there's some time left. And deer start coming to food and more patternable. You think but, you're uh, going to try and get another one with the bow? Yeah, I might. I might go to my parents a little bit here and there. I got some good old stomping grounds and some public I could try. That'd be kind of fun. Never know out there. Yeah, that's a cool thing about it. Wild West. You don't have to really stress out about like pressure as much. No, yeah. Um, you know, public land late, no one really cares anymore. Yeah. Usually hmm. cold out for people. Yeah. Eric could pull off this Hail Mary though, man, and pull it off for the next couple of weeks. He could. I will. I'd rather you not. <laughs> I'd rather you I not. Bet. I'd rather you not. <laughs> <You're bet. laughs> you would bet. I'll bet you a chip that I pull it off. <laughs> Dude, you had to eat two of them. Because <laughs> you, you I think it. once you ate one, you'd be fine eating the other one. Because might as well just throw at, it in there. At that point, if you're gonna die from spice, you might as well just double down and, and really die. You know, <laughs> just extra die. Yeah, well, that that story's quick, but we've kind of talked yeah, about it here and there. We talked a lot about it, like in our seasons and stuff. But I don't know. It's it was a long one. It was definitely close though for us. Just saying, screw it and eat the chip, both of us. Like get this curse. Out from it was weird. It, was, it felt like a curse. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, you how many all day sits did you do this year? Like from dark to dark. Probably did fifteen. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That is a lot. I of didn't time. do that many, but I had my fair share this year. Yeah, a lot more than last year. I can tell you that. I it's a lot to think about when you're in the state. So when you when you say all day sits, so I consider there's two categories of all day sits. There's you get into the stand or saddle or whatever you're in, and you you're there from daylight to dark and you didn't move and then an all day sit i also consider as like if you get down make a move and get back in to, for wind direction or whatever it might be i can those, those are both all day sits in my book for me I, all day sit is once you're in the stand you ain't leaving the yeah stand. i think i i got down like twice and took a nap like just at the base of the tree yeah. but you know what i'm saying that you're still hunting all day you're just right. making a different you're move. making yeah. a move yeah so the same difference but most right. of the time like you climb up and you don't climb down until dark. I would say that's both all day sits because there was yeah. times where the wind direction would, would switch and you had to move stands or yeah, something. Yeah, true. Dude, I sat in a saddle one day before I killed my November buck and I sat, I think I was 10 hours in the saddle and I was like pretty exhausted. I don't know if I could do a saddle all day. Yeah, well, I, I got down, so I hunted in the morning, saw some deer moving because I did the hanging hunt and I realized I was like, it was one of those things like, oh, I'm in the wrong tree. Like, this is still a good tree. Like, if I committed time to this, I'd get an yeah. opportunity. And I almost did have, I drew back on a buck and he just, I, d- I didn't feel right about it. So I let down. But I moved to where I saw that buck come out of where I would have had a better shot. 
I'm that so I I sat. I was like, okay, I'm in the wrong. I'm close, but I'm a little off. Guess yeah. and check. And I got down and moved again. And then I sat for the rest of the day. And that's when Trey called me when he was coming in to hunt. That's when he called me. He's like, dude, all my stuff fell off my truck. Oh shit. <laughs> that's that same day. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh not good. Well, Dougie, congratulations. Thank you. This is kind of a quick buddy. podcast, straight no, just yeah, all, to the point. all meat and taters. That being said, we have some long WCB podcast coming, so we're going to make up for a shorter DeerCast podcast this week. And then this is lunch break length, man, so this is actually perfect. Yeah. We're right yeah. where we need to be on this episode. Um, we have some really long WCB <sighs> podcasts coming. Um, when I say long, long, we're talking three hours type long. So uh, we appreciate you guys supporting us when we do the long episodes. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we appreciate you guys supporting Working Class on DeerCast. Uh, some exciting news. Um, we're continuing to run this series. Yep, next so, year. Um, yeah, it's not going anywhere. I should say I, um, you know, the long nights of thinking about what happened. I did look up on DeerCast, and it's it did say that, um, you know, lower in the back liver. I mean, the deer could have gone a mile. Yeah. And then I was thinking there, and it said give it 13, 14 hours. So I probably should have waited in the morning, but. You had everything against it, dude. Like, it's. I think I think anyone here or listening to this would be like, I would have done the same thing, because you had rain coming. You had guys going in there to hang stands. Yeah, it's gonna get warm out. It's like, it's hard to sit and think. But I should have done that differently, right? You know, people are gonna tell you you should have done it differently. Yeah, and shout out to uh, David and Jacob. I mean, they walked all day with me Sunday in the rain. That's very cool of them. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, 100%. but yeah, dude, yeah, don't beat yourself up over it. It's it is what it is. You did the best thing that you thought was right, and you and you made an effort, and you recovered the deer. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be somebody in the that's comments that's gonna say Doug Doug should have done this. It's like, well, hey, man, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's hard to make those decisions. That's why deer hunting is hard and challenging because it's not just cut and dry, see a deer, shoot it, recover it. There's a lot that can play in yeah. and then a lot that the mental game will eat you alive if you're not careful. Even if you recover them right away, there's always things you're like, I should have done this different. Yeah, yeah. true. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yep. It's tough, dude. You got to make them calls in the heat of the moment when you maybe aren't thinking as clearly as you normally would be or should be. Right. You got them. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Congratulations, proud of you, buddy. buddy. Killing it, man. Killing it. Eric, thanks, boys. You got this, man. Yep, I got it. Bring her home. Bring, Bring her, her home. home for the home team. Yep. I want to see that upset just because Doug didn't show up for my. I hope you get one. Podcast. I just hope it's smaller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. It's got to be bigger. Got to be bigger than Doug's. Yeah. So I can measure that thing today, and I'll know how big it is. But you guys won't. So. True. All right. How big do you think it is? One forty-three and an eighth. Okay, got to beat that then. I'm going one forty-two. Even. I'm going 142 and 6 eighths. <laughs> Just right, right in between. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in, listening, watching on DeerCast. Thanks for the support. We appreciate the heck out of you. Good luck for the rest of your season. Uh, we're fourth quarter, but there also there's still a lot of time left. There's, there's time more left. time than you think. So get out there, stay calculated, and put in the work. You know what to do. Go shoot a giant. We love you. Peace. Miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.